0: (laughs) the sign tonight (laughs) so george it's been a week since you gave your talk
1: have you gotten any feedback and what was your response to your talk tremendous feedback so many people reached out such beautifully heartfelt words that really i i wept when i read these really people were so beautiful and touched and i'm so grateful for that and and for myself, you know, I was thinking about a return and you would ask me in the beginning what I thought return meant, but today I feel return is about a return to my heart, to my heart space. And I kept hearing it in uh, Renee's prayers, uh, the Hafez how does the rose know to open its heart? And then the next prayer, open its heart. Just, I keep hearing it for these past weeks and it really feels that that's the return is to that sacred high heart space. So, I am so grateful. Really.
0: That's beautiful, George. I know you I took you off took you by surprise last week, but you really did well <laughs> this uh, this evening in answering that question. And personally, I thought you knocked it out of the ballpark yes, last week. Just drew so many people into your story, but each of us has our own story and to me that's what the spirit is all about. And I really reflect on our community. And thank you very much for tuning in each for these series. It really means a lot to celebrating life and our spiritual family. But what I sense that you're sensing is there's an authenticity. There's a, a an element of surrender, brokenness, and it just joins each of us together. So thank you for your responses, for your testimonies. We really do appreciate that because we have a sense, but until we have the feedback, And it really shines brightly what the Holy Spirit is doing throughout our community. So thank you again for joining us this week. Barbara Rose, I know we're in the season of Lent, and is there any word or whatever that's coming through that kind of matches your journey in Lent?
2: Yes, the word that I have been with all so far during Lent is listen, Mm. and the listening is a very very deep listening to the divine within me and there would be little reminders at different times throughout the day sometimes it would be the voice of someone or music or just a breeze going by mm-hmm. and it would be just like whispering listen listen I am everywhere I'm in everything listen
0: love that and it
2: Opened the ears of my heart Mm. that were open last week when George spoke. And I feel my heart has expanded more and more all week as a result. But listening is where I am.
0: And I, I love your response, Barbara Rose. And I'd like to challenge everyone on this call: is what word came through, what devotion, what message. Because we're on this journey and if we're really listening and adapting to present moment or I call it the spiritual atmosphere there are ways in which we can all enter in so I just like for you to as I said last week take notes because there's one thing two things that are going to just spark and light up and I think that's our direction for that week as spiritual homework as the Holy Spirit gives but thank you again George and Barbara Rose for your past presentations, they were just outstanding. So let's begin. Barbara Rose, would you open up with prayer as we now dive into the theme of play?
2: I would be happy to, thank you. So tonight is about allowing and joining, being together in joyful expectation of receiving all of the graces and healings that are being offered us tonight as we sit here together we know we are not alone our divine beloved is always with us ron roth all of the saints Raphael, and all of the angels and the holy spirit holding us together so beautifully also all those that we carry in our hearts tonight are here with us So no matter where our bodies are, we are one. Please close your eyes gently now. Remembering that you are not alone. We are all here together. And together we go deep within to that place of quiet presence. It is here that we can listen to the still voice within. Consciously connect to that holy presence now. And as you connect to the divine deep within, feel that connection going through all of us. Zoom has a great energy of connecting. This is the Holy Spirit joining us together tonight. Divine beloved, here we are together in your presence with holy empty hands and holy empty hearts. Expand our hearts as George said, go to that place of the high holy heart Expand us and make us deeply aware of our sacred union with you in this place of your sacred holy heart. We join together with a single desire to be open so that we can be filled with your love, with your healing presence and wholeness. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill us with your divine love and light. Shine in us and through us. Allow your radiance to enfold us all together in you in one. Holy Spirit, reveal the places in us that are beginning to wake up right now. All the parts of us that are ready for transformation tonight. Prepare us to receive the unique personal healing you have planned for us tonight. Prepare us to receive that. And please bless Padre Paul, anoint him so that he can transmit your healing message of return and play and open our minds and hearts to receive the gifts of returning and the gifts of playing. We thank you in advance for gifting us with these healings tonight. And may our gratitude clear the way for your abiding love to fill us and heal us Beyond all of our expectations, we offer this prayer in the holy name of the one who is all and in all. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. That was a beautiful prayer. Rose. We could end it with that and then full with this meal that you've already offered up to all of us. Wow. I'm, I'm excited about the prayer leading into the talk. The theme tonight is on play. Our, our total theme was return. And I want to give you another picture to look at for return. When we die, it says that we pass on and we go to the pearly gates and it says we stand before our Lord. And this panoramic view of all that we've lived our life the positive and then the negative it says it flashes through your before you and you get exhilarated by the joy of what we did good and then there were those places that we got stuck that we weren't so cool you know in our approach to ourselves or people and to me that's rewind which Barbara Rose talked about We look back on our our past, but also she mentioned on the passion of Jesus, the Holy Week, and Jesus steps our baptism, uh, our commitment to walk in Christ. And then George last week talked about pause and his beautiful sharing with his mom on her transition and how George had to stay focused on present moment, even though his emotions probably were going back to rewind at times. He disciplined himself to stay there. And then he got to see eternal as she passed on. And for me, play means about dealing with our past, being present, then also eternity, which is, it's time to party! (laughs) Finally, we've made it. It's time to play. Play is about a new beginning in all of us. And to me, that's really, it has a a fresh start. And especially, I'm going to use another term, when you had a struggle with your partner, your boss, your coworker, even your dog or your animal, your neighbor, you had a disagreement. And it always has an icky feeling until we confront, until we forgive and let go. And then we feel that freedom to, like this child, it's time to play. We all want that time to play. We all want time to experience the freedom of the spirit. And ultimately, that's really our goal here is we're living this earth, we're taking these chances or not that we step into the brand new. And if we let our past dictate present and then future, it's not playtime. It's all—it's probably suffering like most of us. And for those who have gotten sick lately, we don't feel good. We don't feel like doing nothing until that passes. And then it's like, oh, now my life is back. Well, eternity is all about that. And to me, that's where... We get to play with the angels, the saints, and says, good and faithful servant. So if we step into that brand new, that to me is really an idea that we all can leap into. So for me, if it's all about joy. And remember, the Scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength or my strength, your strength. It's not what we have a capacity to. Like me, I'm, I could be typically defined as a happy person but I really feel it doesn't come from me. It comes from my relationship with. And I love to tease. I love to see color. I love the expression of life itself. That's all about me. Now, some of you might have to work at that. I don't have to. Just give me one moment and and I'll, I'll say something funny or acknowledge something beautiful in you. And to me, if we can start out our day with that, That would be the most beautiful thing in the world because I really believe what we put our focus on, we draw near. And so as early as when you wake up in the morning, acknowledging the Lord, hello Christ, hello light being, hello divine presence. And it says, spread your joy today. As simple as that, it sets a tone. And if we can condition our brain, our minds to do that, I believe more will come to us. Doesn't that make you feel good? It's a participation in life. Sitting around, we can watch it or we can participate in that. And how about you starting your day tomorrow with that? Get your little sign and just say smile and see the reaction The oh, I don't want anything like that. Or you'll get a smile. Pass it on. I really believe we're supposed to be full of God's joy. And if we can tap into that, it makes a difference. And I love this quote by the Dalai Lama. The more we care for the happiness of others, the greater our own sense of well being. That's so profound. It's all about giving, remember? Give and you shall receive. So if we're kind of stuck in our own home or depression and not feeling well, make someone else happy. Make their day. And I bet it brings a smile to your heart. Kobe Bryant, he was such a great athlete, but also a humanitarian. But his whole thing is about inspire someone else greater and watch them succeed. And that was really his life. His life was cut short, but look at the, the ways in which he, me included, millions of people. He had a 20 years of, of career in basketball. On his last uh, game, he, his teammates helped him, but he got 70 points, going out with a bang. How would you like to go out of this life? Kicking and screaming or your arms up scratched and says, God, here I am, welcome me into your kingdom, is be in remembrance of others. If we can remember that, I think we will tie into this Lenten season and it shifts us to a place of gratitude. Denzel Washington had a great quote and it said, and it was this, at the end of the day, it's not about what you have or even what you've accomplished. It's about who you've lifted up, who you've made better. It's about whatever you've given back. So why don't we just even be in remembrance today? How did you give back to someone? Maybe it was even your pet. Maybe it's a mailman. Maybe you sent an encouraging email. Let's place those intentions throughout until Holy Week that we really pay attention and to give back to our communities because it's, it's so important. Maybe it's giving a gift, making a donation. Maybe it's extra prayer for one another. I pray for all of you in the morning. I don't know if you remember me or our community, but we remember you. It's about that intention of taking what's present. And again, if we're, if we're watching a movie what do we do? We, let's say we stick the DVD in or you press a button on your Netflix and the movie comes forth. We press play. And all of a sudden that comes alive. What button in you do we need to push in order for you to play life full? To allow the grace, the angels, the saints to uplift you and others in the process. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. It says, test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there are any offensive ways in me and lead me in the way of everlasting life. That's a twofold quote because you're asking God to put a focus on you and says, okay, test me. See if I'm, there's good in me, in a sense. it's Like if I press the button, will you go out or will you go, yay, it's playtime? Because there's a lot of wounds that we still do carry and it just takes one press of that button And we become animated, a person we might not want to become or even think we are, but it's there. But in this quote, it says, test me, Lord. So really the idea in my world is, I'm especially at night when I lay myself down to sleep, I always go into an act of, I call it contrition, seeing what the good things that have happened throughout the day, but also the places that I've erred, I've messed up. I weren't, wasn't proud of, and I asked for forgiveness. So when I enter into that sleep state where God knows your heart, he's waiting for you in the abyss. And part of that abyss is to me, the, our dream state, where we're, our spirit comes alive and our spirit leads the way. Last night, I had a, a wonderful dream about being on a cruise ship, which I don't think I like, but you know it is what it is. That's where it was. And it was these, I call it older people even though I'm in my 60s but there were elderly people there and I remember sitting at a table and I would just go one by one say oh Mabel you have a sister yeah I said you had a falling out with her and it's like like don't tell people that <laughs> and they were just surprised I was so forward and I just went down the line and I had a, probably a group of eight ladies on my table and they were all were crying and what I feel the Lord was saying to me was that's coming, Padre, where you just go out to the byways and the highways, and you start reading people's hearts. That's for each of you also. It's not limited to one person. It's only limited in the spirit, and that's eternal. That's ever-present, It's universal. So if we take the, the thought, if God is searching my heart, then he's also searching for other people's heart. And if we have a listening ear, a listening heart, we're going to hear what God says, And it's not going to be about the bad stuff. It's about recognizing where they might fall victim to in a sense of pain and set that pain free. It's all about healing. It's not about condemnation. So in my world, it was was a foresight into what's to come. And I couldn't wait to wake up and remember that and write that down in my journal. And also in Isaiah 55, it says... For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. What it reminds me of is about renewing our mind, renewing our hearts. And to me, that should be a daily thing. And I do that in my morning prayers. I go through the same kind of ritual I do when I return to bed. is just examination in my heart. During this season of Lent, for those who are courageous enough, self-examination is beautiful because we can receive the love, the forgiveness, the mercies of God in our own state of grace. And again, so we can step into the brand new and await for that resurrection power Easter Sunday. Question for my two beautiful presenters, George and Barbara Rose. Can you remember a time when you thought you had the right plan moving forward in a particular situation? And God turned it totally in the opposite direction. I think I'm gonna start with a George.
1: Thank you, Padre. Well, what comes to mind is, and I've talked a little bit about this before, but I had a very specific plan for music in my life (laughs) and the way (laughs) it was going to go and what I was going to do and how I was going to do it and how I was going to, how it was, I literally saw it from very young, how it was going to manifest out. God had a completely different plan and just turned it all the way around and changed so much. And yet... I think now that had my plan worked, I would have not been happy. And right now, when I sit down to the piano, I sit down in such joy. I, there's such connection, an immediate connection to source. And it doesn't matter if I'm playing for 5,000 people or just for myself or for God, who really I'm playing for. That his plan was, he knew what was going on. So <laughs> he made the right choice. <laughs> And who would have thought he would have picked Padre <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to bring it to fruition, truly.
0: Absolutely. It's truly. full circle. It's like it's it's amazing. That was <laughs> I told the story before about we had a session together and yeah. you were a big cry baby, and then yes. you were leaving, and there was this piano there. It i all play way tune. And it's like, oh <gasps> I mean, that in that holy moment was. I need you. I've been looking for you. God's been looking for you. So, yes. you know, there's that full circle. And I was for years I was waiting for a musician to show up after Ron passed. So you were an answer to my prayer So and God. So both coincide. And I love that. And one thing you said was it brought, it brought you into joy. And it's like, Truly. isn't that? That's eternal. And that's what's yes. in our heart. I just want to say I love your cross, George. I don't know if you want to hold it up, but I do like your cross. Padre Pio. Ah, nice. Beautiful. Easy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you, George. <laughs> okay. okay, Barbara Rose, same question. Can you remember a time when God screwed you up?
2: <laughs> God had the bigger plan, as you said. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick up from where I stopped last week when I went to Brazil and had my healing and was down there for six weeks. I came home and my husband had been sick for quite a while. And he came to me and he said, I don't think I can go back to the college, he was uh, at Dominican University. Mm. I have, I have to heal. And out of my mouth, not through my mind came, what would you like to go to Brazil? And he said, yes, it's my Christmas vacation, I will do it. And he went for three weeks. Wow! And when he came back, I realized we needed to be separate. So we had an apartment that opened up and I moved in, in a little studio and he stayed in the house and I came for most meals and I saw my clients because my office is in the house. Mm. And we had a really nice relationship and it was thought it would last a couple of months and then it it went into years. And this spring, Charles came to me and he said, could you teach me to meditate? Whoa. And I knew something changed. But I didn't feel I could move back to the house yet. Mm. And then when I was praying, I heard Jesus say, let me love you through Charles. Oh, well, that's new. (laughs) And when I let that happen, our relationship went in such a different direction. and yet I thought I still like my little sanctuary I'm really not ready for the house and last fall one day I was with a friend and I said well it's only I don't know too many things for sure but one thing I know for sure is as long as I can take these steps I want to live here and the very next day I came to the house for lunch and I could tell Charles was oh by the way I have his permission to share all of this okay he sort of helped me decide on what we would talk about three times that day he brought his iPhone to me upside down and asked me to help him read it. Mm. And I heard he needs someone here 24 seven. And I still wanted to hold on to my place. So I said, okay, in January, I'll do it. I'll find someone, I'll leave it. Someone can come and rent it. And then the next day, a friend needed a place to go. And I heard, let him have your apartment, move into the house. Wow. I moved into the house to be with a man who was totally, totally different. He's the man whose heart I saw when I fell in love with him. Mm. And so many people over the years said, you're on different paths. We came to accept each other's paths. And it's ended up that we have like the perfect relationship. Anybody who would see us together, it's so perfect. Because we honor who the other person is, accepting each other where we are. He said to me, his mind is diminishing, but he had to let it go in order to open his heart. And he's very aware of the diminishing, and he has lots of medical conditions. But his biggest condition is his love and desire for the divine. We have an angel altar in the middle of the room where he does his meditation. He does his his meditation in the morning. And at night we do a meditation together. We have music that Bobby has given us, that wonderful music that takes us to a very deep place. Mm -hmm. And then I prepare him for dream time. And it is so pleasant. We laugh a lot. My mind's gone going too. I'm older than he is and I forget and we just get to laugh and support each other and find new, new, new pictures. He loves Padre Pio. Padre Pio wanted to go in his pocket and Padre Pio wanted to be on his desk. And he's one, one day I walked into his computer and he's buying Padre Pio things. And the next day he's doing the same thing. <laughs> so who is this man? This is the man that is in love with God. Wow! And it has been such a blessing this week. I, I bought the, Ron's three-volume Spiritual Healing, mm. That the DVDs from New York from 2001. Yeah. Oh, the year yeah.
0: From,
2: oh, no, 2001. Yeah. And it's been sitting in the living room on a speaker for the last three years. He didn't want to have anything to do with it. On Sunday night, he said, would you like to see your video tonight? <laughs> I said, what video? And he said, this one that you've been waiting for. I'm ready for it. So we did that Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Each night, we watched wow. one of the discs. He wanted me to touch him. He wanted me to do it on him. It was, it was such a blessing. And then I'm going to just fast forward to this morning. I was praying, and I heard, remember when you taught confirmation, and you had the fruits of the Spirit, and they came to me? Love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, gentleness, Mm. self-control. And I thought, that's Charles. That's really where Charles is. The fruits of the spirit from Galatians. He is living. And I got really excited just after lunch today. And I said, Charles, I'm going to tell you some scripture. Oh, I know what you think. So I, I went through just like I did with you. And he said, that's me. Oh, my gosh. Oh. oh, my God. So this is the miracle. Yes. Beyond right. what I ever could have imagined.
0: Just watching you tell this story. There's so much joy that is coming in you because of where your relationship was. And you're almost were complete opposites. And now where you are today, it takes brokenness. We talked about that. And it's like. And you been breaking and also releasing, even though like God says, move in. It's like, well, I really like to keep my place. But again, we're surrendered to the Lord. We recognize when that other voice comes up and go knock, knock, here it is. It's, it's today, not tomorrow. It's today. And you release and go, yes, you follow through. And what, what a joy. What a, that's a miracle, over miracle, miracle. When you see your loved one who might have had a closed heart and all of a sudden now wants all God reminds me of Sherry shay and her husband Bob. There was a conflict early on, and now it's opened up to the more where they're both meeting each other's needs. And isn't that what about serving one another is about giving up what I, we want and allowing another person that joy of your presence, God's presence? Beautifully said, Barbara Rose. Wow, could listen to you all night. <laughs> Thank you. I like this quote from the Psalms, lift up your hands, O you gates, with the voice of rejoicing. From the tabernacle of the righteous, let your mouth show forth God's praises. Now, some of you might be asking, and how did Barbara Rose get to where she was with her husband and their relationship? And how do you access heaven? I've always been taught, the first thing to do is lift up your arms. And talk about praise, and we can use praise as gratitude, kindness, gentleness, all these attributes that opens the door for the presence to come in. And then worship comes into effect, because you're just going to want to love on God because of what God has already done in our lives for us, and for those around us for the miracles to happen. But it takes us to enter into that presence. So lift up your heads oh you gates lift up your hands it's a body language it's a it's a posture that we're like praying we're looking up and it's okay god i'm i'm here i'm willing to surrender my life whatever it might be and if for those who are still struggling with the word god or that relationship come on come on in this journey what do you got to be afraid of cuz believe me one day you and i are going to poof and end up with the place if you don't like God right there. And I don't think you can now say, well, can I reconsider what are my choices? Our choices are here. And the choice is step into the unknown because the love of God wants to embrace you. The love of God wants to bring mercy and kindness, to heal your body, to heal your emotion. It's all about that in essence. Everything happens for a reason. Live it, love it, learn from it. And it's all about, we call it pay pay it forward, but it's actually just pass it on. Usually if someone does a nice thing, then you want to do a nice thing back to them. It's the gratitude knowing God used them to bless you. Now you go and bless another person, not to the same person, but another one that shows up in your life. And it will start the, the flow in your life. It's about gratitude. Be kind to everyone. Start out your day with smiling and pass that smile on to others because it, it will grow on you. And as a community, I believe we do that. You know, especially when I and I get to see all the community members here tuning in, it brings me joy to say, oh, hello. I, could, I wish I could say hello to everyone privately because it's just, I'm a huggy person. I love the be acknowledged that you're one of my friends, just as God says that. How many times have we seen this quote? It's it's in Romans twelve two. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, meaning our way, our patterns. Do not be conformed to that, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Just last Monday, we had a teleclass, free teleclass, Dr. Liz Fox and Susie Roos. And we were talking about this butterfly, the metamorphosis that it takes place. But it's also about us letting go. And I call it dying to self. And that might be a, a fearful thing if someone has to ask you, you just need to let it go. No, I can't. Yes, you can. It's our ego that holds on to these concepts. We need to just say, yes. I don't know how, I don't know what it would become, but be willing. And I believe Your angel that has been assigned to you will set you up in a posture that the divine will show up and just love on you and your life will never be the same. And I want that for you and everyone. I want that never be the same. So learn how to transform your mind by positioning yourself in the morning to smile, to be joy, to be prayed, praise and adoration in the morning and watch how your world is taken over by the divine. This is my prayer for each of you. You are beautiful. You are chosen. You made a difference. You made for a purpose. You are a precious child of God. You are loved forever. Those are all decrees, my friend. And those are decrees about what God says about you and me and our community and this world. No one is separated from the love of God. It's really about allowing ourselves Together, to come in union and move towards what I call paradise, the oneness of God. You know, as we transition over and moving into our communion, it's about preparing the heart. And One of the hardest things, if we're going to look at ourselves and really own up to who we are, maybe we're not in a good place today. Maybe we're angry. Maybe you're angry at me for whatever I said tonight like I want that world you can have it but I think sometimes our self-doubt really counter is counterproductive as we enter in our communion and prayer time take it all in because I believe it matches your response of how to pray how to enter in if we're honest I think everyone can relate to that in a most unusual way the idea is to be broken to be honest and says yes I hurt Yes, I have pain, I have problems, I have sickness. This is the time in our Zoom conference today that we really go deeper in the Lord and put forth our desires, our decrees, and our honesty. And so what I'm gonna ask Barbara Rose to start us off with a prayer, then I'll have George follow, then we'll go into the communion elements as we enter into this unknown place but be honest with the Lord tonight. So Barbara Rose, can you lead us?
2: Our hearts are open. Our minds are open. All we desire is you, oh God. When we turn away, we know you are there to welcome us back. I pray that the light and the healing and the love that we receive tonight will carry us through many days. I pray that the elements of bread and wine or water or juice will feed our souls, nurturing our minds and hearts even more. Thank you for feeding us. Thank you for using us to feed and serve others. Thank you for everything.
0: Amin, beautiful, Barbara
1: Rose, my brother George. Dear father, we come in gratitude for the wisdom shared this evening Thank you for the reminder that you welcome broken. The scripture in Psalms says, a broken and contrite spirit. So we come before you broken. We don't have to be whole. That's what you will do with us. Thank you for opening our hearts over these last last few weeks. Thank you for planting the seeds that we will nurture, we will tend to that we will water and weed and allow to come to fruition, to grow, to grow into joy. Scripture also says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. So prepare us the way you want us to be. Open us up and allow your divine healing presence to come in and just overtake every part of us Bless every everyone on this call who's listening now or in the future bless our community because we love you father we love you god and we turn ourselves over to you broken but willing to be made whole we ask this in jesus name amen Amen.
0: What beautiful prayers to open up our communion service. And like Barbara Rose says, if you have the bread, the wine, the water, the cracker, whatever that might be for each of you, we're going to take the the bread roll. We're just going to allow that spirit to transform it. And you don't have to use my words, but just be open to the spirit of how the Holy Spirit is speaking to you and how you break your own bread. But with that song, that true truth be told about ourselves. And so in communion, they normally, prior to communion, we have a confession of sin, where we miss the mark. So if we can just pause right now, and just acknowledge your part in the breaking of relationships with God, with other people. And that might even be in the last day or the week. So let's ponder that and just ask the forgiveness. God, I'm sorry for missing the mark, for my anger, for my judgment, for my fear of pushing people away. And allow your grace, your angels now, to take whatever form that is and transform it into this bread, which is represents body. The scripture says, Jesus took bread day before he was to be crucified, and he blessed it. And he gave it to the disciples and said, take this, all of you, and eat it. This is my body, my essence of who I am. Do this in my memory. So in that part, it said Jesus took the bread and he passed it to one another, to his beloved disciples and followers. It's in the breaking that we really learn how to give. We really learn how to let go. We really learn how to open up to the creator of the universe. So, this act of love, and maybe you might not understand it. But when you participate as we are tonight, the Holy Spirit will Ruha will blow on this and transform it, renew it. So you bless it in your own way. Whether it's through words, whether it's through laying on of hands, whether it's through intention, say, God, show me Jesus, Yeshua, show me this. Show me the way home to your presence to love my brother and sisters. And with that actor in that agreement, we take our bread and we receive it. So let's do that now. I receive you, O Lord our God. I receive your essence. I receive your joy.
1: Let's play together in one accord. Amen.
0: Reverend Barbara the wine
2: Before many of you were born, Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong landed on the moon on July 20th, 1969. Buzz Aldrin was an elder in his Presbyterian church in Texas. His minister consecrated a communion wafer and a small vial of wine to take him out of the Earth's orbit and onto the surface of the moon. They were on the lunar surface only a few moments when Aldrin made a public statement. Here's his own account of what happened. In the radio blackout, I opened the little plastic packages which contained the bread and the wine. I poured the wine into the chalice our church had given me. In the one sixth gravity of the moon, the wine slowly curled and gracefully came up the side of the cup. Then I read the scripture. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me will bring forth much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I ate the tiny host and swallowed the wine. I gave thanks for the intelligence and spirit that had brought two young pilots to the sea of tranquility. It was very interesting for me to think that the very first liquid ever poured on the moon and the very first food eaten there were the communion elements. And the very first words spoken on the, word, on the moon were the words of Jesus Christ. Wow. Take that in and feel the universality of the sacrament. There is an understanding of the chalice as a blessing cup for holding wine, especially for celebrations, life transitions like marriages or religious services like Passover. So as Padre just reminded us on the night before he died, the Jewish Jesus celebrated Passover with his closest friends. He took the cup filled with wine and spoke words which have echoed through the ages, even to the moon and right up to today. Please hold your sacred blessing cup in your hand Connect to the energy of the communion that began on that first Holy Thursday celebration and that has flowed from the last Passover Jesus shared with his apostles. And as you did with your bread, speak your own blessing over the cup. Jesus said, this is my blood. Yogananda said, this is the life force of the living Christ consciousness. This is the gift given to us throughout time so that we may have the fullness of life. All of us, all of us may have the fullness of life. And when you drink from your cup, connect with the sacred transmission of communion energies that began when Jesus and his friends had their last Passover together. Bless and receive from your cup.
0: Let this quietness still our hearts or open our hearts for the more for this healing prayer. And you can read it on your own. You can walk the path of emotional healing, spiritual healing, physical healing. Yeshua and the divine presence is here within us, the scripture says eternity is in our hearts. So as we allow heaven here on earth to manifest her presence in your body, in the atmosphere of your home, in your relationships, in your finances, there is no limit to what God can do for you, for us, for our community. So as you put forth your prayer intentions and asking for God's healing, the angels are here. The Holy Spirit is here. I I reckon the angels now, come Holy Spirit, come Divine Presence. Just saturate our homes, our workplace, our bodies, and illuminate heaven here on earth. There is no sickness in heaven, so there shall not be in your body. There is no lack in heaven, so there shall not be in your bank accounts. For the abundance of heaven is full and rich. I thank you, O oh Lord our God, for hearing our prayers, allowing our devotion to you, our worship, and our praise to, be, to allow grace to fill the we as the cup, the container. For the Holy Spirit. Each of us has a, an obligation, an invitation to be holders of the grace of God. So, as you allow this presence to move through you and around you and transform you, we become a beacon of that light. We become an attractor field of heaven. So, whatever you lack, It will multiply in additions in your life for the healing, for the restoration, for the friendship. Some of you are looking for friends just to hang out with. Some of you are are looking for a relationship to transform your life, whether it's partnership, marriage, just being a good friend. Community members, I thank you, O Lord our God. For anyone with a terminal illness or diagnosed with a terminal illness, I just break that curse in the name of Jesus and to be loosened now through the name of Yeshua and let the heavenly host, the angels now assist in deliverance, healing and the manifestation of your miracle today. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for specifically for the spine, those who have problems with your spine, whether it's the the chakras, whether it's the vertebrae, i just really sense the holy spirit wants to allow the angels now to just tap on your back and just experience the fullness of christ right now thank you O lord our god for the divine healing taking place and there's going to be a heat that's going to pass through your body right now just to let you know god is on the field god is there prepared away a, a ring of the ears come holy spirit we just loosen that now and just allow the brain now to readjust, to align and open up these ears. I thank you, O oh Lord our God, for colon cancer, that I break the spirit of cancer in the name of Yeshua and any part of the body that has cancer. I speak to that spirit of death. I break its hold now through the name of Jesus and in its place, that fullness. You just feel the, the rush of the angels for the assistance already taking place. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for memories, memory loss. I just put on the mind of Christ instantly, that awareness of focus once again. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for your kindness towards each of us. I pray for mercy for people's lives. Sometimes we get ourselves in such a twine, such a Bind in our own doings, but we're asking now the mercies of God, the kindness of God to take that situation and turn it around. I thank you, O Lord our God, for the new jobs that are becoming available, those seeking a new job or just a job per se. I thank you, O Lord our God, for now the angels are at their beckoning from the Lord that says, Help my brother, help my sister. And within a week, allow that to manifest. Thank you, O Lord our God, for good grace for the grace of, let, let us become givers of grace, givers of what we have, our food, our friendship, our kindness, our finances, our donations. There's multiple ways of giving, our time and our elements, even just a listening ear. Another awakening comes the immune system. I want everyone to place their hand close to their heart. We're just going to speak to the immune system. Come Holy Spirit just divine grace to heal, to restore, put a new lining in our, in our immune system, in our stomach. Come Holy Spirit. Just feel like a spiral is happening, just like a roto-rooter, just going down and just cleansing, renewing, restoring. I thank you, oh Lord our God, for great grace now. Glory, glory, glorious. I, was, I don't know if they're called tennis elbow, but I just feel that Someone has that. And it's like, if you just stretch it out, that pain's going to leave. And just the, the natural flow of the arm and tendons and your, your tendons. And those who have arthritis, whether it's in the wrist, whether it's in the knees, just I loose in the name of Yeshua, come Holy Spirit, bring the freedom, bring the console, And even in the fingers, you know, it's, I think it's one in the same. I ask the Holy Spirit to loosen that now. Let, let it become like a divine anointing, that oil that begins to pass over your joints. Come, Holy Spirit, just loosen them. I thank you, O oh Lord, our God, for finances. People, let the angels deposit money in your bank account. And That might sound crazy, but uh, I'm full of the unknown when it comes to God, and God can do anything he desires. So I just see money going into your checking account or your savings account only because God just loves you and blesses you. And it's going to change the way you see and see or who you believe God is. He's the miraculous one. Thank you, O Lord, our God, for new clients and new business opportunities, the finances, and also the people that need to support that in your business. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for that calling. Deep calleth unto deep. And what I mean by that is um, everyone has a need and so God's going to align the need with the resources. So have that expectation because the movie's playing right now. And that playing is God wants to support you. God wants to take you into eternity now and not wait till our death, but all the provisions that is needed in your home, especially for children. I thank you, oh Lord, our God, for I just sensed now, and you can see in the spirit, visualize your children. And whatever their challenge is, God's presence, God's presence is here to touch them in a great and a miraculous way. And just the attitude just changes. The fear, it's broken in the name of Yeshua and in its place, the peace, the rest of God. So God will answer your prayers by your prayer, by your release, by seeing the goodness of God. And we pray for all those who have Corvette the virus, we just speak life into them. We speak life and breath into them. And we just speak peace around our nation, around the world. For if we are at peace, the world will become at peace. It starts with us. So let your peace, your rest, arrest our souls, arrest our minds, and allow the God of rest to manifest, habitate your home, your business, your relationships. Thank you, God, for your living word tonight. Thank you, God, for the return of your presence in all our lives. And I seal in the good work of the Holy Spirit in all aspects of your life and my life in our community. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in the peace of God. Whew. Thank you, Barbara Rose, for anchoring us. Brother George, for participating. It was a great series. And thank you, everyone, for joining in these, this three-part series. God bless you all.